The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Episode number 280 of them, Dave. On this uh, February the 23rd, 2023, brought to you by Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Use promo code 1420 at uh, Manscaped.com or Manscaped.ca and save yourself 20% on all your uh, personal grooming needs. Uh, we're part of the Belly Up Network, Network of Shows. Make sure you catch up on Belly Up and Friends. Uh, download on Spotify. Dave, I was out and about uh, yesterday out in Fort McLeod. We went for a beer at the local establishment there, the uh, the old chicken house, and Madonna came on the TV, and, uh, and she doesn't look so good. Uh, there, there's something going on there. I don't know what what's happening with, with Madonna's coconut, but uh, I... I was never the biggest Madonna fan. I don't know what your take is on this. We never played it back in the day a whole bunch because she was kind of in that mid-range of things. But she don't look so good, Dave. When's the last time you, you laid your eyes on, on old Madonna? Um, there was uh, it was shortly after Antonio Brown lost his brain and, and quit on the, the, on the, on the Bucks. There was, uh, it came across my Twitter feed. They were in some basement. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that now, yeah. That was a lot. And, like, and I was like, who's the tryhard here? And I look in the, co- the comments, that was Madonna. So that was the last time. So I, I didn't recognize her then. Um, she's 65. So, you know, she is getting up there. And I imagine I'd be surprised if she didn't have work done. And the more work you get done, the less it looks good when it's usually when there's okay. a reconstruction pro- project in an old neighborhood, Dave, things turn out for the better. Uh, she doesn't look good at all. Like it's clown. Like it's odd. It's an odd look. And I like, and you, you would think that someone like Madonna has probably got a couple of bucks in the bank that, uh, she would get the best of the best and someone would tell her like, maybe you don't want to, you don't want to maybe her staff. But if you, I guess you have a bunch of yes men around you and they just want paychecks. No one's going to say anything bad about you, but it, it don't look good, David. Well, that's too bad. Like, you know, I was never the the monster fan. I think I owned one or two of her albums and you know, I didn't, it's not like I had a crush on her, but you know, I topped my toe to a couple of her ditties back in the day. Uh, I I really like Borderline. Like looking back, like when Borderline comes on, Borderline I like that. Is a good song, and yeah. like I think one of her best songs that a lot of people don't know about is uh, "Crazy for You" from the. I uh, knew you were gonna say that from because the, that's hand what, on chin neck. What was it? Vision from, from uh, Vision Quest, so like 84, 85, That movie, Vision Quest. I don't think I ever watched the movie. But was it a was it a, a wrestling movie? Is that what? That uh, though was? the guy or? ran marathons, I think. But I don't know. I knew you were going to say oh, that. Oh, hand on like... chin, neck, and I, yeah, that was a thing, hand on chin, neck, and back of the day. That, that's a great tune, though. Uh, yeah, not my bag. I I kind of like, you know, Papa Don't Preach. Borderline, I think, is uh, is one of her best songs. I, I really like that song as well. That song brings you back to 19, I want to say, 84. All that. Visiting, yeah, I was, I was visiting my aunt who lived in Grand Rapids, Mich- Michigan. And they had MTV. 
So, you know, if, if we weren't doing something or whatever like that, I was in front of MTV because we didn't have that in Canada. Much music wasn't a thing yet in Canada. Uh, so, yeah, Borderline, uh, Rat, uh, Round and Round. That oh, was yeah, some good. Because that's, that's the hair metal hating. We got to get we got to get into that one one of these nights. One of these, maybe we'll get some holiday or we'll get some other people on the show to talk about some old uh, hair metal song. But Rat was good. Eh? They only like two or three like songs. But Round and Rounds was really good. It was. It was, I dug that tune. Uh, the band, uh, they flop. But round and round is. Uh, it was the summer between grade nine and ten, and yeah, round and round. Yeah, that Steven Steven really Piercy, right? Was the lead singer. I, I wouldn't know his name. I think he's from I, I, San Diego. Like I don't know why I know yeah. that. Jesus, all the stupid information out of my head. That's one of them. Dave, uh, there's a lot of tough jobs with professional sports, and that gets they, they get harder and harder as as the years go by and everything else. And you, and you see things going on. Dave, what's a tougher job in professional sports? Being the general manager of the Winnipeg Jets, or being the guy in charge of making sure that NBA basketball players actually give a shit about the product that they're putting on at the NBA All-Star game. Well, that's impossible. The second you, you can pay anyone any amount of money, but uh, that ain't going to happen. I'm, I, uh, when we recorded, that was on Monday. I was in, a, in Montana. Um, the, there was a storm brush blew through. We were supposed to stay, it would leave on Tuesday, but we ended up staying uh, an extra day. And so, uh, the Kaylee and I, and the boy, we went out for a pint and some nachos in the afternoon. Where'd you go? Uh, Craigie range. I like Craigie range. Yeah. Good little nacho, uh, platter. We had some, some good decent, spot. Chi- yeah, decent chicken wings, uh, TV screens everywhere. Yeah. Good spot. And, and Tuesday afternoon, there ain't no sports on. Um, and so they were, uh, replaying the NBA all-star game. I, it's not like I was forced to watch, but you know, I had nachos in a beer and the TV was there. And so, so it you, was, you watch. I, I can't make up how unwatchable that was. It was, I would rather go see a shoot around. This was laughable. It was like, pass the ball here. You take a shot. Now you take a shot bombs and the occasional dunk. And you know, like it's, there's there's not playing defense, but it's it's at least coming back. Like it was back and forth, three on one, three on two. Like I don't even know if it was they had ten guys on the court. It was <laughs> sitting ridiculous. Down having a, sitting down having a Bacardi breezer when they didn't have possession of the ball. Yeah. Holy cow! Like you know, and if that's the product they're gonna try try out on All Star Weekend, I get it. It's All Star. The they they don't they don't care. They're not gonna play defense. But, you know, at least in hockey, they were, like, half-ass skating in the game with, like, that. Like, and that was so bad to watch. Same with the NFL. It was so bad to watch. But this was not basketball. It was some Dave, guys Dave, just there has not out. been, like, like, like it's it's now Thursday night, and since that, that, that game occurred on Sunday night, there I, I listen to a lot of radio now, blah, blah, blah. There hasn't been one person who had one good thing to say about that entire game. And is it time? Okay. I thought about this just now. Is it the players going, we're going to make this so bad and unwatchable that they, they'll, they they won't make us come ever again. 
I, I, I don't know. I don't know because they clearly don't give a care. Like that care bus packed up and left before they even got to town. Like I, I, I imagine some guys even sent a body double. It was, it was, it was a travesty to to competitive sport. Why even keep score? They got to do something like you know the NHL has done with their three on three, like footballs. NFL's trying with this this skills competition and some flag football and trying to make it trying to make a product because this like maybe they should like try and do horse or or two on two or 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 one on one for for charity or something like that like cuz this was gross it was unwatchable if i wasn't if i didn't have a beer in front of me and nachos on the way i i for, i for sure would have left but it was on you know 3 of the 15 screens they had there like it's it's crazy the way that these that the these leagues still try to uh, and it's tough. Like I get it, you're trying to and this, the sponsors like it because it's it makes money. So a bunch of sponsors get to go uh, and bring their kids to a game, whatever, whatever. Who who cares, whatever. But it's it's gotten embarrassing in, in all the sports. At least hockey compared to basketball, at least hockey, there's someone blocking the net. There, there is a goaltender who still needs to do his job. He doesn't have a, he, most times doesn't, doesn't have a hope in hell of stopping the hockey puck because it's a three-on-o and the rest, breakaway after breakaway, and that's all it is. So, But at least there's a goaltender. In basketball, there's nobody playing defense. There's nobody, There's no one blocking the net. As, as, as simplistic as that sounds, as non-sports podcast as that sounds, it comes down to that. If these guys don't want to play defense, they're not going to. And in hockey, you had guys that would get suspended for not going to the all-star game. They'd be like, okay, I, I'm just not going. Cause it's, it's not hockey. I don't, I don't care. I'd rather the extra day off. And the NBA, they've talked about giving, giving money out to say, here's a, here's X amount of dollars to the winning team. These guys are making 40 million a year each. What's a million bucks spread around 10 guys going to do? Yeah. Like, you know, that's, that's the, so they can go and make it rain. Like I have no idea. Like money's not a motivator for these guys anymore. All all money is is just you know I think it's more about the the respect. I'm better than this guy, so I should be making more than him. You know, for, I, and forget the two hundred and fifty five million dollars I have in my in the bank account. Like it's 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 that's I I believe it's all it is. Like you know you got to pay me like you pay him because I'm better than him, and that's I think that's the mindset, and because they certainly don't care about the product. You know, and I'm also wondering, like, put in some clauses or whatever, like this load management, like one game a week off. Like, that's just garbage. You're a professional athlete. Like, the load management, there's no load management in hockey, and, and that's 10 times more taxing than an NBA game ever is. And, and no one can, and then no one's ever going to tell me different. The, the the problem that pro sports has got, and I'll get this, uh, this is completely off what it was. Oh, I was planning on talking about is it's 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 good content is that the the, the amount of money no matter we don't like talking about money because they're underpaid in my opinion no matter what because they're still employees we talk about it all the time on, on the show and i don't care what these guys make because nobody cares what the, how the owners got their money but it's it's unbelievable and it, it, it gets focused on so much about what these guys make and it, it's it, it's it's televised and it's, it's it's broadcast out what what these guys make on on a, on a yearly basis but they're the, the problem you got is that these guys are in the public eye so much um, that we get to hear about it and we get to see it and, and everything on. But these guys are so out of touch with reality 
is that they don't get it. Like they just, I, I don't think they get it that there are still people who, who save up to, to watch these games or save up to go to this game. And the game was in Salt Lake city. It's not a, it's not a hub of anything. Like, I don't know what, what, what industries in Salt Lake. I don't know what kind of people are in Salt Lake. I'm not besmirching because it's Thursday. We'd be smirched on Thursdays. I'm not, I'm, I'm not besmirching these people in Salt Lake city, but there are people who went to this game and they, they saved a lot of money or had, and they, they got had, and they had to be in this. It's, uh, and this is what they were forced to watch because they saved up and went to it. These people are so out of touch and what people about what the, what the, what the working man wants to watch. But why, why would they think any different? Because they go about their thing all the time and, and they get paid handsomely for it. Like I, I, why would they care, especially on the road? Right. You know, and it's not about selling jerseys for them. It's not about like, it's going to be interesting when this new collective bargaining agreement goes, because I've said it before and I'll just quickly say it again, you know, like the NBA gets more TV money than the NHL and they got a 10th of the players. So that means your big guys get monster dough. And I don't have, and you know, I, I do want 50% of the income, excuse me, the revenue to go to the players, but they got to do some kind of, they got to make, maybe make the, the league minimum, I, I, I don't know what to do. Or this is what I think they should do is make it four on four because these, these men are so big and so fast and the court, like it's, it's not designed for athletes of this size and stature. It's, 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 they can, they make a mockery out of the game. And, and like we talked about, it's just a three point contest anyways, every friggin' night, you know, maybe if you, if you got some room and guys could actually drive the lane, then it change a little bit, but I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how you change that game. Yeah, I don't know. Like the the NBA is a, a different breed altogether, and we like two uh, two uh, middle to to later age white guys sitting in their basements in fucking Lethbridge, Alberta, aren't going to figure this out. But it it's something else. And like I said, when you got when you got the likes of Stephen A. Smith and the rest of them saying that this was absolute garbage, it must have been garbage, and and they got to do something about it because you're you're going to lose. Well, obviously you're not going to lose because the place are packed every night of the week, no matter what. I yeah. shouldn't. I, I should. I, I don't know that I shouldn't say every place is packed because there's teams that 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 don't do well because the game is just different. And I don't think it's as entertaining as as it used to be. As, as like as much as I don't say as little as I watch, but I don't watch a whole bunch. But it's not as as good as it used to be. And that's why, like old man get off my my porch thing, like we talked about the other night. But. Man, oh man! When you have the, the the big dog saying that that game's not very good, it couldn't, it it can't be very good. Yeah, it was honestly like I, I had no intentions of watching it, but like it was, it was more unwatchable than I ever could have imagined. And when it's in front of your face, like like a, like like a, a car crash or a train wreck, you're gonna watch. Well, yeah, beer nachos, right? Like, and I I can't pick the channel. I didn't have a remote. Instead of just talking um, to your wife and kids, you just, you know. Yeah, just having, yeah, <laughs> which which we did. And, yeah. and then I think Jasper even said, like, is this the All-Star game because of the jerseys and everything? And I go, I, no, that game was uh, on the weekend. And then, no, uh, it, it is. And then, like, holy, this is bad. 
But do you know who's not afraid to be smirched the good citizens of Salt Lake City? Was Charles Barkley. Did you hear what he was saying? I heard, I didn't that was so I didn't hear funny. it come out of his mouth, but him and Shaq were not too kind about the, the uh I, I heard from nothing third, to do third party. No clubs. Nothing new. I go to my hotel room every night and nothing new here. I I'm just gonna go to the hotel. I'm good. I get room service and that's it. I'm good. Like, and Barkley was like, All these people are going to heaven. He goes, well, I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're all going to heaven. There ain't no clubs. There ain't no there ain't no joints. There's like there ain't Nothing no gambling, do. not no smoking. Right? All these people are going to heaven. Yeah, I was actually listening to uh, Overdrive on Tuesday or Monday. It doesn't matter what day it was. And J- Jamie McLennan, ex-Leopard Hurricane here in town. And I heard he's a really great – I met him a couple of times. He's a really great guy. He uh, he was saying when he played in the minor leagues in, in Salt Lake City uh, for the Flames, like, I think it was the Flames. It doesn't much matter. Like It, it was like the bars close at 1, and there's only like four or five of them. They close at 1. And you're leaving. Doesn't matter if you have beer in your thing. You couldn't grease the palms of the bouncer. They close at one. That's it. And they wouldn't get there till twelve o'clock at night because they played a game that says, "Yeah, no, you're done. See you later. Get out." <laughs> like it, you, you couldn't grease a palm or nothing. It was what it was. Uh, talk about guys who were a little out of touch, Dave. I was uh, watching. I don't know if you if you knew this is out. We're not. We don't talk about golf until it gets a bit warmer around here. But the the, the Netflix uh, special on golfer. Uh, it's called Full Swing. Have you heard about this at all? Yeah, I actually. Uh, you know, um, I I need something in my ears to fall asleep. And so that's what I started watching. So I, I, I literally watched 10 minutes of it and it was in my ear. So I couldn't tell you about it. So I, all I guess I'm saying is I'm aware of it. There was this, well, there's Brooks Capka. I know you know who he is. Yeah. I have never had a disdain for a person after watching this guy in my life as I did last night. Like I, I don't hate, I don't care, whatever. But unless you play for the Red Sox or whatever and something happened. But I, like, I follow golf enough. I watch golf on a Sunday afternoon, laying on the couch, having a beer, whatever it is. I have never had so much disdain for an athlete in my life as I did last night watching this twat waffle complain about life like Brooks Kepka was last on this on this show, Full Swing. I could not get over it. Like, this guy is, this guy is the absolute epitome of entitled prick yeah he's a bit of a sanctimonious uh c-sharp eh like he, yeah. he he really quite fancies himself and you know he's everybody knows his name because he shows up in the majors and apparently too like he jumped to live i think he uh what i read is he has a little bit of buyer's remorse he's thinking of of dropping out of live because it's pga say it's, fuck you yeah, I, I, Dave, I've never, and I know it's on TV, and they, and they, they edit it to make everything else look like it's, it, you know, this guy is a bad guy. They do it on purpose to, for, for this kind of reaction. But I have never seen an athlete act like a petulant little child. He didn't get his way like he did on on that show last night. I couldn't believe it. I could what not was it? Was believe he, it. Was he ordering nachos and a beer and had to watch the NBA? All-Star no, game? Uh, he was. They shot it was at the Masters. I think it was last year, year before, two thousand twenty-two or twenty-one. It doesn't much matter. But he um, had a bad round, and then the next. So, so then they 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 were videotaping him. Videotaping. They still call it videotaping. Not maybe in the booth. 
<laughs> so, so they they had cameras at his at his uh, at his condo uh, or whatever he rented for the week in uh, at Augusta. He only needed it for two nights, loser. But he, uh, I can't do this anymore. I can't beat these guys. They're way better than me. I should just go home. I should quit. Like this is bullshit. I, I, I can't beat these guys. I can't do this. Or you could try a little harder and not get get like I know you, you get in your own ears, but like he was like I I can't do this. And his wife, they showed her earlier on. She's some B level actress, and I I was embarrassed for them that they were on television. I was like I cannot believe I'm watching this, but I yeah. watched it. Yeah, well, because it is on TV. Apparently, there's one coming out with uh, NFL uh, a quarterback one on on Netflix. It's uh, they they follow uh, Kirk Cousins. Pat Mahomes and Marcus Mariota. And so, yeah. And and, uh, so who knows? Like Netflix is really branching out and and trying things in the sporting um, behind the scenes in sports, which I like. I I love seeing behind the scenes uh, when they pull back the curtain of what goes on, on these uh, athletes day-to-day lives. And, you know, maybe, maybe Brooks, like, I don't know. I'm not defending him at all. Maybe it was just having a bad day because he he is good. Like two uh, U.S. Opens, two PGAs, I believe. Like he's won multiple Masters. I'm sorry, no, multiple majors. Majors, yeah, majors. And like I I have a par- hard time believing he's any big bigger of a douche nozzle than uh, Patrick Reed. That guy is uh, uh, is gum well, he's a known too. cheater, isn't he? I don't I don't think he's a cheater. He's just a bad bad dude he's just a just a nozzle through and through nozzle. Like, he, he yeah he divorced his family and stuff like that now he's suing he's suing rory mcelroy he's suing something else for defamation of character i think he's suing the 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 golf channel for like 500 million dollars kind of thing for for saying he took blood money by signing with live and everything like that and it's he doesn't, from what I've read, he doesn't have a leg to stand off, but he's just going on and just take your fucking money and play over there. Leave us the fuck alone and keep my name out your mouth. That live thing. I don't, I, I don't know how it's going to turn out. It, I, I, I haven't, I haven't watched one thing of it. I haven't read up a bunch about it, but it just seems like it's not going as well as, as uh, everybody has hoped it would. Yeah. Um, what I've read that, uh, uh, was it Tiger Woods or Rory McIlroy? I don't know who. Like, Tiger, Rory. Rory's more outspoken about Liv than than Tiger is. Um, someone had said, you know, like how how can Liv and PGA get a, get along? And then I don't like I don't know if it was Rory, but the person being interviewed said, um, "You got to get rid of uh, Greg Norman." And I don't know what Greg Norman's axe to grind is against PGA, but he has a a blood feud on with the PGA. See, that's odd to me because everything that that guy has in his life, I mean, he was one of the, he was probably one of the best golfers, if not the best golfer in the nineties. And everybody know if you, even if you weren't a golf fan, you, you, you saw his shirts in the Bay or, or JC Penny or wherever it was. Oh yeah. That, he made a lot of money. He, that dude made a lot of money. Like his boats had boats, you know what I mean? Like, it, like he, he, he did very well. So for a guy to have that kind of uh, disdain, for the PGA tour, something must have went sideways somewhere. And yeah, it's it's odd to me that the, someone who made who owes his entire livelihood and his kids' 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 livelihood to the PGA, something must have went sideways somewhere. Like it, it, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, he even married my, one of my tennis crushes, uh, Chris Everett Lloyd. Chris, yeah, 
I, 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 I had a, yeah, I had a bit of a charge for her. She was, she was a good looking girl in my, in my day. Um, but that was, that was before we had, uh, all these Russian, uh, women, uh, athletes coming in and, and posing for their lingerie calendars and stuff. She ain't no Anna Kornikova, but she's also 30 years older than her. But she was also a lot better than Anna Kornikova ever was. Yeah. It's Anna Kornikova never won a, never won a singles title. And we all know her name. Yeah, exactly. It's a smart move by the Russian Tennis Federation to get her out there. Anyways, <laughs> what what were they hiding? Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beers, sports, talking a whole lot more. Brought to you by Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Use promo code 1420SCAPED and Manscaped.com today. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports, talking a whole lot more. Uh, this segment brought to you by rexmd.com slash belly up. Go to rexmd.com slash belly up. Use promo code belly up uh, at checkout for 90% off or uh, for all your erectile dysfunction medication today. Dave, your favorite subject for the last two and a half years we've, we've been doing this. Not your favorite, but it's uh, one that just recurs. It's a gift that keeps on giving for podcasters and content providers right across the planet for hockey guys like me and you is uh, the Arizona Coyotes. I cannot get over how every day this thing turns into a worse and worse conversation and how it doesn't get resolved and how other owners don't figure this out. It's, it's mind-boggling to me. Yesterday, they made a trade and they ended up buying, get, getting the contract of uh, Mike uh, Quasi, maybe Hall of Famer, uh, Shea Weber. Dave, what the hell is the National Hockey League doing by letting this franchise just allow itself to just keep going the way it is? You know, there's a saying, uh, there's no such thing as bad news, but like, when is Arizona ever going to put out some good news? Like, where is the good news? The good news is we found another owner. The good news is we found a new rink to play in. The good news is, is we found another dead money contract that we can use for the cap. The dead new, the, the good news is we're, we're going to tra- trade uh, Jacob Chikrin tomorrow. So we're going to we'll make him sit out for three weeks and not play. Yeah. Like, good God, just put a bullet in this horse. Send him to the glue factory. I don't get it, but it, like, and we've talked about it. Like, aside from the fact that Phoenix is a top five uh, TV market in the states, I don't get it. I don't get it. What's crazy to me, Dave, is this happened again. And then yesterday, the GM he comes up. What's his name? I got it written down here somewhere. Can't find it. Don't know his name. Bill Armstrong. He come out and say he says because this trade that they made to get to cut more salary and this and that and the other and picking up the uh, the, the Weber contract. He says, we're going to have to run lean for a few years on our payroll. Yeah. Well, no kidding, because you don't have an NHL arena to play in. 
So by the by the GM saying this, he's kind of is he poking fun at the rest at, at Batman and the like, saying, "I don't have any money, I can't do anything," or is he just being, "Doty do, I'm one of those, I'm one of those guys now." Because yeah, if you don't have pay, if you don't have anybody coming into your rink, which is four thousand people or five it seats five, but only averaging four, no shit, you can't spend any money on payroll. Like it, it's an absolute fucking joke, and I it it frustrates me because there's guys who work their tails off to end up in the National Hockey League, and they end up going to to the Arizona Coyotes. It doesn't make sense to me. There's no way there, there is no way they are gonna let uh, Bedard go to that that franchise. Is it like if I was Bedard, I would, uh-uh, I would say, okay, Regina. How much are you going to I'm gonna back pay? for next year. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm going to have my own clothing brand. I'm going to do this. But there is no way in hell I am wasting one minute of my professional career playing in the desert because it's a gong show. I have zero chance of winning. They, the, the GM even just came right out and said he has zero chance of winning. And and I'm going to play in front of 4,000 people. You know, that's that's the job for, like, you know, when you're 33 and you got two more years left. Send me to Phoenix. I well, don't care. Well, Dave, apparently you know? it's for guys who are guys who are under contract for for the Phoenix Coyotes for for guys named Hosa, Datsuk, Prong, or Weber. Now that that's who gets contracts in, in Arizona. Like, what the hell is going on there? And how the National Hockey League itself can't figure this out and, and make it? Because that I I can't imagine anybody anybody wanting to play hockey there. No. Like it's it's better than a real job, right? And you're still getting paid NHL money, um, not big money because they're not going to sign you for big money. And I don't even like. I guess those uh, those contracts from the retired, uh, retired long-term injury reserve guys, um, get them up to the floor. Because how do you get? Does anyone make more than league minimum playing on that team right now? It's I don't know. It's unbelievable, and what's even makes me crazier is that over the over the years, and they got kicked out of they were in, out in Glendale at that arena, and there was a Margaritaville across the street, and it was great and whatever. No one ever went. They were downtown in Phoenix, and no one ever went. And then they moved out there, and on and on it went. But what makes me I was thinking with this just just before we went on air tonight is it not like they're, they're playing at the mullet arena at, at Arizona state university arena, uh, and it's, 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 it's a joke. And the, the, the shadows on, it's an absolute fucking joke. Somehow whoever's in charge of the national hockey league convinced people in Scottsdale. Yeah. You should build an arena. Cause this is going to work. What kind of fucking idiot who's in, who's in public office says, yeah, this, this is a good idea. We should build a rink for these assholes. I have no. Maybe it's a multi-purpose facility. I don't know because they, they they've shown time and time again this isn't going to work. Um, and you know Phoenix is a tough market as well because no one's from Phoenix, right? People go to Phoenix, so you don't have that built-in fan base. Uh, built-in fan base. You know, I was uh, I was DMing our friend Fan in the Van. And Aaron from Brutally Honest about uh, Arizona and that uh, Gannon, the the DC from uh, Philly that ended up signing as the uh, Arizona Cardinals head coach. As a football franchise running that, like the owner is a, is a buffoon because you know Gannon is, I think, 
one of the main reasons they lost the Super Bowl, the, the Eagles, because he couldn't make defensive adjustments. But then how do you sell out – how do you sell tickets to uh, in Arizona with a shit product? Because, you know, 25% of the fans there are like tourists um, or snowbirds, right? And so they're just going because it's something to do on a Sunday. 25% are there to see the visiting team because they're from Pittsburgh. Uh, they're from wherever, but they just live in Phoenix now because it's a nice place to winter. And now, so now 50% are people that are fans of Phoenix sports. And when you put a shit product on the team, it's tough to get those people in. So you're paying, you know, half your barn is always people that don't give a crap about the home team. And and then how are you supposed to run a business? Because in hockey, there's no stragglers. It's it's now 42 games a year. 40, sorry, 41 games a year. You got to try and and, Not and bring people in. No, and Phoenix, like physically, it's a massive friggin' city. Like when I was there and we went to uh, Arizona Cardinals game, which was right by where the Coyotes played. Used we, to play. Yeah, it was a forty-five minute drive, yeah. and that's that's on the the freeway. That's going sixty to 75, 70 mile an hour, and it was a forty-five minute drive. Yeah, two thousand ten, Dave was I was down there. I think two thousand ten doesn't much matter what year it was. And I uh, I'm a Buffett guy, and I was I, like I when I when it was Margaritaville, whatever town I was in back when I used to travel a little bit more. Uh, I hey Margaritaville, so I called a cab. Went to Margaritaville, and the guy kept driving and driving and driving and driving. Because I was before I, I was, you know, when I was before I, like Google Maps, before I knew what it was and checked it out. And I was like, oh my fuck me! Like it, it's a long ways away from downtown Phoenix. I was going to the the, uh, the Diamondbacks game that weekend, and like, and how the NHL justifies it and doesn't. And it, actually, you know what? It's not even how the NHL justifies it or Batman justifies it. I'll say it's how nobody says anything about it. Like it, they just, yeah, but they, they, but they don't they don't justify it. They don't even yeah, but it. It's just like no, we're not talking about this because the other owners like who's they can't be happy. This? They can't be happy. How is that contributing to the bottom line of our league? Right. And then, and now there's, you know, 27 more players that we got to pay and cover contracts for. Like, you know, just, just fold this friggin' team or move it to Hamilton or move it to Quebec City, move it to Kansas City, move it to Houston. Houston. Just, that's that's just, a big one. Just not here. It's been 30 friggin' years, guys. It ain't working. It's and, and, not and every, working. And, and the thing is, and every time that somebody talks about it, it's always negative. Like there, there hasn't been a positive out of it. The only guy who speaks positively of the Phoenix Coyotes, Arizona Coyotes, whatever you want to call them, is Shane Doan because he's always got rainbows, unicorns flying out of his ass. And even Shane Doan, his last year, he wanted like one more contract, and they said, no, Shane, we're not doing it. And he left on bitter terms. It took him two, three years to come back, right? And, you know, and Shane Doan is one of these guys, sure, he gave his heart and soul to the franchise, and it's just like, well, that's kind of on you, Shane Doan. You, you you hooked your train to a sinking ship, and you wanted to captain it. And good for you. You're a hell of a player. And uh, But, you know, you played for a team you knew you weren't going to win. 
one of the uh, the funniest that after hours they have on Hockey Night in Canada uh, on CBC there was uh, Shane Doan. I don't, can't remember how many years ago this was. He was he was just out of junior out of the, the Kamloops Blazers there. He won a few Memorial Cups there, and uh, I I laughed my ass off. And I think about to this day I laugh about it. Was uh, they I think it was Scott Oak or whoever asked him. So where are you from? Castor, Castor, Alberta. It's a little little town uh, east of uh, Red Deer. Yeah, Castor, it's a little, little, like little armpit, town. Yeah, like like the, I wouldn't even say farm because there's farms bigger in that town. Are but uh, and they said, well, what's the name of the uh, the the senior hockey team there? And Don didn't want to say it. Didn't want to say it. And they said the Raiders. They said, can you say it together? The Castor Raiders. Yeah, so Castor Raiders. <laughs> they, he, it was it was funny. So it was one of those one of those uh, funny stories that comes out of uh, Hawking Canada on the the after hours thing. But yeah, that Phoenix Coyote thing. I don't I don't get it. I don't why I don't know why the uh, I, I well Batman's stubborn I guess, but it's embarrassing to the league. What Dave? What what team? Could you think of that even is comparable to that in in, in the other sports? Um, yeah, I don't really know. Um, because teams like in major league baseball, um, the, the owners of, uh, the, the, the pirates and the, and the Orioles are just absolute armpits. Right. But those are places that are going to get, they have, they have tradition. They have a fan base that but they play that in really, arenas that are arenas. Like yeah. Stadiums like that. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it'd be like playing basketball. Like it's, you know, if 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 this was NBA and say they played at uh, the University of Arizona, played played in the Wildcats barn, that's a big bar, right? Arizona, like basketball, uh, big time basketball is is big time, and they have the arenas to 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 go along with it, and uh, and the workout rooms. Uh, Arizona State, their hockey program is fledgling, like maybe five years old, and. And obviously, some boost or so along the line, someplace decided to drop a couple 10 to 20 million on it. And that's why they have a hockey program. But it's not, it's not East Coast hockey. It's not Minnesota hockey. It's not, it's not Massachusetts hockey. And that's for sure. And, you know, it's a fucking 5, embarrassing. Like it's, it is it's embarrassing. Actually, as a hockey fan it's, and a hockey guy from back in the. 70s and 80s it's fucking embarrassing to see that that, that happens and i feel i i truly feel bad for kids who got to play there i i really do it, it's 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 fucking embarrassing yeah it you know it's you're in the nhl that's it right and and you're living in a sweet ass town in the winter right it's it's a great place to live but your job but, is to is to play in front of 20,000 screaming fans with the the lights and the, the the scoreboard the things and the stuff and when when you don't get that at, at, in in at home it, it's embarrassing yeah it, well, it, and then once you get drafted there okay i got 5 years i got 5 years i got 5 years and then you know the first 2 years you're excited because you're a rookie and you're still learning and doing things and you're in the nhl and you're exciting but like this jacob uh, Chitrin, 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 Chitrin. Um, they're gonna trade him, and like, but this is all he's ever known. Like, how good is, is he? He's the best guy on a shitty team. Like, who knows how good he is? Because we King don't of a third world country. Who knows? Right? We don't see the the international play. Um, I'm totally gonna switch topics here right yeah. now. The the talking here. 
I listened to uh, finally the, our our friends, the Two Dudes Sports News. Yeah, I liked them. Um, liked yeah. them a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah good. so so I listened to their podcast um, the other day, and they were talking about LeBron and and Jordan and comparing the two, and they used a hockey comparison, and they called us out, not called us out, mentioned us. Um, uh, to put it in hockey terms, they said uh, Jordan was like Gretzky and LeBron was like Gordie Howe. I don't like that comparison. Gordie Howe was kind of the king before Gretzky was the king. And and he had a career that was different and before everybody. I think a more accurate uh, a comparison myself. No, I kind of no, I, I interrupt you for a second here. I, I kind of get that because LeBron is a bull. Like LeBron is a great big dude compared to these, these stealth guys now. And Gordie was a bull the way he played. So I kind of get that. I kind of get that how Gretzky and, and 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 Jordan have that comparison. I kind of get that. Here, but here's the comparison I'd like to make. I think uh, Gretzky as Jordan, and LeBron as Lemieux. You know, as great a player, but you just can't put him there with Gretzky. Like Lemieux had all the skills. Lemieux has the rings. They played at the same time. Like their their careers at least overlapped. I get it. Le- yeah. And Lemieux is like he—he's probably the second greatest scorer, but his career was interrupted with four years off for cancer, right? So that's you know, and you know, it's just I just—that's a great just, comparison. We should have we should we should get get a hold of them, get 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 them on our show, and then next week week and a half week or so because they, 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 no, they they they're a great job. They're just starting out. And they do a great job every time I listen to it. It's it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's uh, an entertaining show. I I, yeah. I enjoy it. And you know, that's the one. Like when I heard that, it was just like I wanted to address to say like I I think the 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 better comparison would be uh, Lemieux and and Gretzky as a because Gordy Howe was he played forever. Like Gordy Howe, Mister Hockey. See, I don't know. I, I don't care that Gordy played forever and Gordy's what his that, points. That bothered me. Yeah. But it's like whatever. You you play you, if you play longer, you get more points. It's whatever. But uh, Gordy's not even in a like five for me now. Like he's just not. Like it's just one of those things. But like the comparison, it was no. I I, I commend those guys because like uh, yeah, no that's the. Two to sports news. If you listen tonight, get a hold of us. We'll get you on the show, or we'll, or Dave will get a hold of you guys. We'll maybe do something next Thursday because I think it's a, it's a great comparison. Absolutely. Yeah, it was nice and something to talk about. And and I had it jotted down. I meant to bring it up during the NBA talk, but I was so disgusted uh, of having to watch that uh, NBA All Star game three days ago. It still had a I I had to get a, that bad taste out of my my eyes. Dave, let us know about what uh, our friends at RexMD got going on. Well, RexMD, we've been talking about these guys for a little bit now. It used to be for Valentine's Day. We wanted everybody to be ready for the good, the big day. But now it's St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day is coming up. And, you know, if you have romantic plans with the wife it's or the girlfriend or, or whoever, your partner, you know, RexMD is here to make uh, make things better for you. With just a few clicks of the button, you can talk to a medical professional and create a personalized plan and get products directly shipped straight to your door, directly and discreetly. RexMD doesn't also uh, just have the ED medications. They have other medications, uh, sexual health, hair growth, pain relief, sleep aid. They're here to 
make you save money. Viagra can cost as much as $90 a pill, but RexMD has generic Viagra as just as effective for as low as $2 a pill. All of RexMD is FDA approved, clinically tested, and ha- is produced at a U.S. licensed pharmacy. So act now to take advantage of our the deal by going to rexmd.com slash bellyup. Our exclusive deal will save you up to 90% when you pay as low as $2 per dose on Viagra instead of the $90 plus. Starter packs of generic Viagra or Cialis are also available for our listeners to get started. So that's rexmd.com slash bellyup for up to 90% off. Your partner and your sexual health well, thank you. It's no laughing matter. And like Dave said uh, on a couple of occasions, uh, don't play pool with a rope. Put 14, some lead in that pencil. Put some lead in the pencil. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four viewers, sports talk, and a whole lot more. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four viewers, sports talk, and a whole lot more. This segment brought to you by barnburnerhockey.ca. Use promo code 1420 Barn. Barn at barnburnerhockey.ca and get uh, 10% off their all-natural hockey products and uh, apparel at barnburnerhockey.ca. Dave, uh, every couple of weeks we do uh, who is better and we have a few laughs and and everything else and it kind of turns out, it it never turns out bad. It never turns out uh, like exponentially great, but it never turns out bad. I thought I'd mix things up a little bit this this week around and do a who is worse in a bracket style kind of terms? So you're going to give the first two and the next person will go on to who is worse. And we'll say at the end, who is worse? Do you kind of understand what I'm getting at? I, I totally understand. I'll, and I'll figure it out. We we don't go that compl- uh, complicated. It's not like I'm going to need a calculator. And like there's it. there's times where my explainer isn't very good. It all kind of works. It, it all works out in the end and no one's fucking listening anyway. So it, it all kind of works out. Who is worse, David? Mambo number five or Pete Rose? Mambo number five. And we can go into it a little bit later. Mambo nine or five. I just can't stand that song. I can't. I can't. It's, I've never liked it. Little, that's, yeah. Is that like little bit of Monica? Is that the one? Yeah, that, that was the yeah, one. Yeah, that can just jam it right away. Okay, so Mambo number five moves on. Who is worse? Uh, and I learned something this week. I was watching our, our friends at Craft Root Sports Belly Up Network uh, podcast, and they 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 said something I didn't know anything about was the the the, uh, the mail mailman Carl Malone. I had no idea that he impregnated a girl when. Uh, he was 20, she was 13, and on and on. I had no idea, but they were like, yeah, this this happened. I, anyways, uh, who is worse? Mambo number, no, it's uh, Mambo number five or Carl Malone. Who is worse? Carl Malone. Carl Malone is worse than Mambo number five. Yeah, that story blew my mind. I had no idea that that, that actually happened. Like, I was like, Jesus Christ. And, and, how, it, and how it just... I never knew, right? Like, and that was, and so you know, that was the Jordan years, right? So we're talking eighties, nineties, late eighties, early nineties, and and that kind of thing. Um, 
there was no TMZ sports at that time, right? The sure people knew, but I think also there was a time that time of of during that era, there was just no dirt digging on the athletes like there is now. Well, and it's just it's odd that they now now, now that there is dirt digging and everything else that comes out. He they they paraded him out to the All Star game last weekend to be a judge at the uh, the slam dunk competition, and he went, "Yeah, well, it happened." And that was it. Like it's so fucked up that it just it just got oh, like for guy played for twenty years and was like oh, didn't get bring up brought up. Like we're not the hugest basketball guys, but you think that that would get brought up a little bit? It's never did. Well, it can't be because you know between him and uh, Stockton, who's kind of gone off the deep end with the COVID uh, thing, right? Um, so that you couldn't really trot him out. And Carl Malone is the next best player. Well, between him and Stockton. And it wouldn't be bad to have one blackface in that arena. <laughs> Race card, yeah, but yeah. But you know, it, it's totally true. Like, let's yeah. let's face it, Salt Lake City is the whitest city in America, and and you know, yeah, the, I think you're probably right. And um, the NBA is eighty percent black. Like, let's have some guys there that represent the players, yeah, physically. Who is worse, Carl Malone or Aaron Hernandez? Oh, you got to give that one Aaron Hernandez. He killed people. He killed people. I, I get statutory rape isn't a good thing either. Um, But, you know, Aaron Hernandez killed somebody. He... That that's a that's just such a weird cat, born and raised in in a middle class Connecticut neighborhood. Didn't have to go gangster. Chose to go gangster. Wanted to be a thug. Do you think I never that, did what? Go so go or, ahead. Yeah. Well, I never did watch the documentary on it, and like there was rumblings of he committed suicide because he didn't want to get out that he was gay or something. Yeah, too. it's, it's like, a crazy story. And like, if it's he so did, weird. If he never ended up going to school or he went to school because that kind of turned him all sideways and stuff, and he states, yeah, Herb Meyer and the whole bit. Uh, okay, we're going. Uh, who is worse now that we're uh, going down down the list here? Aaron Hernandez or Charles Manson? Well, Madsen's way worse, right? Like he 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 got people to, to murder on on his behalf, right? And and for no reason. And Grizzly, I remember I was goodness, see, but he think, but he didn't do it. Yeah, but it, it's I think it's see Hernandez, see Aaron Hernandez. I always ask you questions, and I'm going to get a new answer. I'm going to give you. I see. Manson was a little messed up, a lot messed up, but he was all peace and love until something didn't go his way, and then he told people or, or asked people to do it or whatever happened. He never physically did it. Whereas Aaron Hernandez physically did it to people that uh, that he was friends with. I know. I, I'll tell you, like, I think I was, I don't know. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving Madsen a free pass, but. I think I might've been in grade 12 when I re I read the book, Helter Skelter. Oh, I was in grade 11. I'll tell you a little story with that. Holy yeah. cow. Like I read that book faster and faster. Cause it scared the ever loving shit out yeah. of me. And uh, the, 
Yeah, his hold on his uh, his little groupies and what have on like the family, that, yeah, and how grisly that was, the crimes and how how bloody and savage. To, like you know, when they say someone's been murdered by stabbing, you know, that's a personal crime and it's hate. These his family was stabbing people and and doing that like complete strangers. To, to try and start this race riot so so Charles Manson could like that's diluted but it's 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 far worse I won't I won't say far worse it's worse like Charles Manson is worse than Aaron Hernandez Manson's worse than Hernandez yes we'll, we'll we'll agree to disagree on that one who is worse Dave to finish off this uh, first edition of who is worse I don't know if this is going to work or not I don't know it's, I, it's whatever I, I had some better ones written down and the producer she got rid of those but yeah I uh, thought we were going to go down the douche nozzle side I didn't know we were going to go, go like hardened criminals here no I, I had hardened criminals right off, right off the get go who is worse and this is the guy we tried to get on for the first I don't know 40 episodes we did this stupid show we uh, we always brought up uh, the Orenthal James Simpson who is worse and I, it, it could have went from Mambo number 5 all the way down to OJ who is worse but who is worse Charles Manson or OJ Simpson oh this was a tough one uh, you know, you can't convict a 2,000 yard rusher, that's for sure. And the courts did prove that. Uh, OJ is, was never uh, convicted of of uh, of murdering, uh, whereas Charles Manson was. Uh, OJ's uh, life taking crimes were all alleged. Um, he ended up doing crime by just being an idiot. But he's shown himself to be an absolute douchebag since he got out of jail for his uh, whatever memorabilia arm theft or whatever it was. It was yeah. weird. So, you know, and 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 the fall from grace, Charles Manson was always a, a weirdo. Like, I don't even know how he got to the position he could be in to uh, to have a family. Manson or OJ, I gotta say, because if everything alleged happened, OJ is only responsible for two lives being lost, whereas uh, Charles Manson is responsible responsible for at least seven lives being lost. So on that regard, I'm going to say Charles Manson is worse. Than See, I, I want 100% disagree, and I'm not a Manson hugger by any means. I, 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 it sounds I, like you've had his back two in a row here, though. Uh, well, a little bit. I, I watched the Manson stuff a lot, and it's, 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 and I, re I read the, uh, the, the Helter Skelter book back when I was in grade 10 at Notre Dame and uh, Wilcox, Saskatchewan, there, and the whole bit. And uh, you, you laugh a little, not, not laugh, but you, Okay, uh, okay, it's it's it's, it's a there, there's a bit of a for lack of a better term a romanticism about what what happened back then. Like it's a, it's a thing in Hollywood. And it's a, it's been a thing for a long time. Uh, Manson he he told the cops he said like if you let me out I I should stay in jail. Manson didn't kill anybody he knew. He didn't. 
because he actually didn't didn't kill anybody of any 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 substance um like himself like yes his family did did stuff on on psychedelics and it's it's it's, it's horrible it's really bad it is it, it's one under i don't know how the 1420 podcast came down this dark dark troll tonight but it's kind oh, of you a, did yeah it, it's kind of a, a, a entertaining <laughs> little little bit here but i think oj is worse than than Manson for the simple fact that yes, I have joked in the past that that if OJ did it, he'd be in jail, and if OJ did it, he'd be convicted. But let's 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 get down to brass tacks here. OJ fucking did it. I believe he did it. But- I believe he did it. Okay, so I yeah. believe he did it. So let's let's go on our belief system. OJ killed. The, allegedly, allegedly, he allegedly killed, and we're agree we're in the fourteen twenty court of opinion here. OJ got rid, killed the mother of his children's of his children in a fit of rage. He got out of jail and laughed about it, lied about it, wrote a book that said, "If I did it," which says you did it basically the way the way it was all written oj is walking around like i didn't do fuck all wrong and trying to get back into society and la da 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 and he part of the uh, of oj fucking did it like i laugh like i didn't laugh about it but i i joked about it like if he, if he did it he'd be in jail oj's a way worse dude than charles manson <coughs> way worse because OJ pretends he didn't do it. Manson said, "Yeah, fuck, if I did it, yeah." But it, and because because Manson has said on like he's dead now, but he said on whatever thing, if I started killing people, there'd be nobody left, right? And so and OJ's like, "Yeah, fuck, I got these two, whatever. Let me out, I'm good." Yeah, but you're putting words in OJ's mouth now too, right? Like I, I don't know. I, I think you know, don't worry. Don't, like I'm not defending the juice here. Like he is a, a great A piece of crap. Um, but here's this: say you're in Florida on vacation and you get a round of golf, and then uh, you're there by yourself, and and then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know where you're going. This. Who would you rather play golf with, O.J. Simpson or Charles Manson? Well, who would you like if if. Uh, <laughs> If this, you know, sixty-eight-year-old black guy comes up to you and says, "Hey, we need it. We need someone to complete the foursome. You, you in? Then you turn around. It's the juice. Are you, are you there? You teeing it up with OJ? I'm probably playing more golf with OJ than I'm playing with Charles Madsen. Like Madsen's dead. Well, I, I yeah. get it, but, <laughs> <Yeah>. but. <laughs> And you have his jersey hanging on your friggin' wall. I man. do, and I should probably try to sell that and get rid of that because it's, it's it's a bad omen, I guess. But yeah, it's fucking weird, man. Like, who is worse? Like, we had a long conversation about who's worse about two guys that are two different spectrums of the world. It's it's quite funny how pop culture works that way. It is. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Hey, you know, and 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 the majority of the people on like Mambo Number Five is uh, by far and away the best thing on that list. Like, well, no, what was it? I picked Mambo Number Five and who? Pete Rose. Pete Rose, right? So Pete Pete Rose, like, he cheated baseball and he cheated himself. 
Yeah. Like, like it, it, that was a pretty big leap from Mambo number five and Pete Rose to, 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 to accuse murderers and convicted mass murderers. Like it's, it's a, it's a leap. I quite like that though. I like that little segment we had there. Nice, nice chat about that. Yeah, you know, we'll talk about it off air. I, I, I started feeling a little uncomfortable at times. I, I, I like shock value. I don't like, uh, discussing who's i'm not saying i I like these guys like i'm not i'm just saying that who who's worse okay but you defended you defended them i defended charlie Manson a little bit i do i i'm 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 not a manson (laughs) hugger but i'm a manson i'm a i'm a manson sympathizer i'm i'm intrigued by the manson situation that happened in 1969 i am Okay, fair enough. Always, we'll I always that. have been. It's one of those things. It's just one of those things. Anyways, Dave, uh, what do you got going on this weekend? This weekend, I'm going to curl on Saturday, and that's it. That's the only thing. I have a little bit of work to do, and uh, we'll see what happens. I don't know what I'm going to do on Sunday. Like, it was Super Bowl, and then it was uh, a weekend away with the family, and now, I don't know, maybe I'm just going to take my kid out to the woodshed and Beat him with a stick for a little bit. He's sitting don't, right beside me, is why I say that. <laughs> don't match in her OJ. That's all we. That's all we can ask. It's one of those oh things no, that, no, no, no! Kicking the ass is the first step forward, man. Kicking the ass is only three feet away from the pat in the back. Anyways, the fourteen twenty sports bar podcast, four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Take care of each other. More importantly, take care of yourself. See you around. Keep your stick on the ice. And what else, David? I don't want to see Jim swing at high pitches. Have a good night, folks. We'll talk to you again on Monday night. Do you know what else I'm going to do this weekend? I'm going to do it right tonight. Why is it that fingernails grow so slow, but then one day you got, I got to train, trim, trim these fucking fingernails. Oh, yeah. I, I pick like that, my, my pointer finger on my right hand. I, I pick it, and it just grows and grows and grows. I don't know. I don't know. In my shower tonight, I was washing my hair. I was like, holy Christ, when did my fingernails get so long? So I'm going to fin- trim my fingernails this week. Your fingernails know how long your hair is taking. You got that full head of hair, so they got to get through the roots of your hair to get down to your scalp. Well, yeah, that's how I know, I guess. Because you have so much hair in your head compared to to us other middle-aged men. Well, yeah, so you just, I don't know. Do you even buy shampoo anymore? My hair's growing back, dude. Oh, yeah? Rex MD, did they they have a baldness cure? They actually do have some of Rex MD. They do have a bald but I have not used the Rex MD. Uh, it's just stress-free living, man. Stress-free living. Just doing what's right, man. There we go. Don't OJ or, or Charlie that anyways. Have a good night, folks. Talk to you on uh, Monday night. Night, everybody.